Welcome to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. This is the first episode of season three. We are so excited to be starting off season three. And if you are new here, welcome. And if you are a returning fan, thank you so much for being here. Season three. Wow. Whew, that feels like it went by fast and painfully slow at the same time. I think we all know exactly what I mean. Anyways, if you are new here, a little bit about the podcast. I started it because when I was starting out living as a young adult in LA, I felt really lost. I felt like I had lost direction. I was no longer in the safe, confined walls of school. And it felt like this is a very competitive town with obviously entertainment running through the veins. And I felt like things were super gatekept and it didn't feel clear how to operate as an entertainment professional, how to operate as a young woman in this really can be hard town. And so I developed the podcast in the idea to kind of filter out the bullshit of what we think we should be doing or how we should operate and really just leveling up and getting to where we want to be easier. All of that in combination with, I think my whole life, especially growing up, I felt like I was never the it girl. I might've been friends with the it girl or I knew the it girl, but I never felt like I was sparkly enough to be considered an it girl, if you will. And so we are taking that mentality and kind of realizing like we all have it girl in us. And so with help of hopefully this podcast and other resources out there that you can get to feeling like your best it girl self. All right. So for the past three years, I have been a goal setting motherfucking queen. I write down every small accomplishment. I set dates, set deadlines. I have a five-year plan. I have literally a spreadsheet that says when I should do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I have a journal that is a five-year plan journal and I eat that shit up. I went so far as to even make my desktop screensaver have my goals for 2022 written on it. And I hate to tell you this, but you know what? Very, very few of those goals have actually been accomplished. And I will be the first to tell you, it is not from lack of trying at all. So I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't set goals and why you need to be focused on the vision. It's so interesting. Haven't you noticed that we never say it's going to be my fucking year anymore? Nobody says that. I mean, the trauma, but we all we all get it. But I seriously do think that I went into 2020 being like, this is the year things are going to come together for me on top of like the age I was at. But I do not walk into any new year with that aggression feeling of this is it and this is my year and everything's going to happen because you know what? It might not be. And that's okay. But let's get into it. Goals. We are told to make them. Yes? Okay. A problem with goals sometimes, not always, is that it kind of seems as though you are receiving something by getting there. You are reaching for a goal of attaining a certain amount of money, a new job. 
a certain physical thing. You are receiving something. And I've noticed that that's kind of out of your control. And yet we put that as a goal. For instance, I don't go to Starbucks assuming that the barista will give me my coffee for free. I mean, why on earth are we assuming that everything will just happen to us? It's a little assumptuous, if you will. And I'm not talking about lucky girl syndrome, which is blowing up on TikTok, by the way. That is not the conversation we're having right now. And I have made these mistakes all of 2022, 2021, and even 2020. People have started to look at goals as such a concrete must happen thing when really they should be aiming and striving for the goal, not like I have to get the goal or, you know, the world's going to fall apart. It's not so black and white. People really should be striving to aim for the goal. It's not a routine pass, go and collect 200. We don't know these things are going to happen, but we what we do know is what amount of effort you're putting into those things and how you are working towards it. And yet we are so harsh on ourselves if we don't get the goal. But as a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist, I felt like if I don't get these goals, I am setting myself up for failure or like a mission impossible. And then I feel like absolute crap when I don't get them. So instead of focusing on, I have to obtain the goal, the thing, instead, let's focus on the essence and the feeling. So what is it going to feel like to have that thing? So let's say it's, I want to get this new amazing job. What does your life look like if you have that job? How do you feel about it? How do you carry yourself while in that job? Because if you start to act as if it's already there and that feeling, maybe you can step into it more. How do you treat yourself is, I think, a huge factor of chasing after your goals. So for instance, if you are chasing after the goal of like, I want to make X amount of money, are you being somewhat reasonable with spending, but also like living a good life and not holding your pockets so tight? Because I think if you hold your pockets so tight, you're saying, well, I, I, I'm never going to have that much money versus like if you live a little and save well, maybe you can have a little bit more financial health and can let that money come in. You have to learn to treat yourself like it's occurring. I mean, how you carry yourself, I think, is a, a huge aspect of this. It's like, if you carry yourself like I'm never going to reach this, I'm working my ass off, but I'm never going to get there. Instead of sending out the message of I'm going to get there, see it, the work I'm putting in, you're putting out the message of I'm working so hard and I'm never going to get there and I'm never going to be good enough. How you talk to yourself even about the goals, I think, really matters, which I think is why I am so focused this year on not writing like harsh deadlines. For instance, in the past, I talked about the desktop screensaver. I wrote like I would book CoStar March, April, February. It's literally on my desktop. It sits like that. And then when it passes and it doesn't happen, I would be like, great. Now I feel like ass because it was setting me up to not 
let things in and see all the other good work I'm doing. It's just like, oh, I didn't get that one thing that also is a little out of my control. So how you do all the things, the aspects, how much work and effort, energy and thought you're putting into these goals are moving you closer. So it's like, even though the goal could be all the way two miles away, if you are putting in this energy and carrying yourself and talking about it positively, if it's two miles away, you could be just under a mile away. And so I think it's this whole idea of like, if we shoot far and land somewhere in the middle, not to be so harsh on it because you still made effort towards the goal. That's taking the black and white out of the idea of, well, I got it or I didn't. So if you're struggling with this idea, which honestly I completely relate to because I go through big episodes of believing this and then not at all. But here's the thing, the bumper sticker that goes along with this podcast, fake it till you make it. You have to pretend on some level that it is going to come and it comes with more and more time. I remember when I started this podcast, I had no absolute clue what I was doing. I didn't know how to speak. I rambled. I said like every five minutes, I actually still say like every five minutes, but I'm working on that. I had no idea, but I just sat at my little podcasting. It used to be the desk now table. And I acted as though I knew what I was doing. And with more and more time, I grew that muscle of knowing what I was doing, but it was a huge amount of fake it till you make it. And I think that is true for so many situations. If you want to fake it till you make it with, we'll use acting because that's the other default setting I can explain. Well, you want to be this amazing, dramatic actor. Why aren't you carrying yourself like that person? Why aren't you marketing like that person? Why aren't you sharing your goals with the people around you like you're that person? And that can go into a whole conversation about self-worth, but fake it till you make it. So we have to embody the things we want. We have to show ourselves and everyone that might be watching you that you're ready because you never know who is going to see that energy and potentially help you get there. Because if you seem like you have it already, then it's more likely that the world will give it to you. If you don't act, act as if. Why would you believe anyone else? If somebody said to you, well, I think I want to be a brain surgeon. I, and I've been studying really hard, but like, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm there yet oh no, you are not operating on my brain. I don't want that person. But the person who steps up to me and says, I've been training really hard. I feel really prepared for this and I'm ready to do my first brain surgery. But that person who presented themselves so calmly, highly more likely than the person that was like, maybe I want to do it, blah, blah, blah. What is this voice? I have no idea. But my point being is that when you act as if you are ready you other people will trust that you are ready as well. I want to take out the like dire place of if I don't have it or I do have it and dive super headfirst into believing that you've got it and see that you are working towards it and it's going to eventually come. If you know you are doing the true good work, eventually it will come. I mean, you have to be putting in the work. That's just the caveat. I don't want to say that, you know, if you just think it and believe it and act it, it will come. No, you have to be doing 
the work. Like you can't be a football player by just sitting on your couch and imagining that you're going to eventually make it to the NFL. That's unrealistic. You have to be taking this attitude and feeling into your daily practices, your workout routines, your sleep, how you think about the food if you're training to be an NFL player. You see what I'm saying? It has to carry to the work you're already doing. You can't skip the work. I think that's where the idea of manifestation can get really lost on people is because they think it's just sitting there and like, you know, saying your prayers and it will show up. And we're already so entitled somewhat in today's culture and society. And that's not true. You have to be doing those ideas plus the work, plus the work. And I'm not saying don't have goals and don't have dreams. Have them. We should all be aiming for something on some level. It can be huge or it can be tiny, you know, like a small little thing I've been thinking about recently for myself is just getting back to watching musicals and listening to teen audiobooks because that's something that brings me joy. That's a thing I want to implement into my life. Or if you will, that could be a goal. And it can be huge, as huge as to I want this career or I want to make X amount of money or a certain paycheck. But as a mentor, I have says you can't hit the baby. You can't hit a literal child. A child is learning and growing. And I bet in time, the baby will grow and get to where they need to be. So it would be mean to hit them along the way. And you wouldn't hit the baby. So why would you hit yourself along the way? So why don't you just give yourself some grace, just like you give the baby, set your goals and learn to operate on the feeling. Remember, in a world of it girls, we are shooting for the moon far out there. But don't be so afraid to land in the stars. Mm -hmm.